Welcome to the Life in the Stocks podcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Matt Stocks. I'm the host, and the show features unedited, in-depth, candid conversations with a wide range of musicians, actors, comedians, and creatives. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Life in the Stocks on your favorite podcast platform. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and indeed all major podcast platforms. Be sure to give me a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as well, at MattStocksDJ. That way you can keep up to date with all of my live Q&A dates, my DJ performances, and of course, who's coming up on the show as well. But without further ado, let's crack on with the show, shall we? Here we go. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mr. Matt. Chuck Robertson, how are you, dude? Dude. California, man. Sweet. (laughs) You sound happy. You sound chipper. I am. Very chipper. Life's all right, then. Well, life is what it is, but it's all right. I I really can't complain, man. It really is what it is, isn't it? You have to roll with the punches and decide for yourself how you're going to tackle it and approach it and and what you're going to do with the time. Um, Are you at home um, on the ranch? Is that where you're based? I am at home on the ranch, on the range, yes. And who are you with? Who's keeping you company? I'm with my girlfriend, Cassandra. Yep. Has she got her kids there? Uh, She has no children. She has a 15-year-old one-eyed wiener dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sitting here. I'm watching her in the living room do some crafts, arts and crafts. Right on. And where's, where's your lad? Is he with his mom then? Unfortunately, my son is uh, with his mom. Yeah, that's the the big uh, the big bummer in all this is the lockdown. And shout out to any uh, parents that uh, do co-parenting with their uh, respective exes because that that's the only hard thing. I, I haven't seen my son in like almost a month, so that's oh a man, is that the longest he's since been, he was born? That's just about the longest since he's born. I've done a month before, you know, on a long tour and stuff. But uh, yeah, he's doing really well. You know, he misses his dad and his family down here, but he's kind of having a blast. Like, you mean I don't get to have to go to school again, Mom? I can just help you cook and play Legos all day? Like, sweet, you know. I was chatting to a few people over the course of the last few days about exactly that. And I think, you know, for me, if I was a kid, this would be like the best time on earth to be a kid. You're like, what? I get all my 
exams, just predicted grades. So I'm just going to pass anyway. School's cancelled. Totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds mom like dad, the absolute mom, dream. Mom and dad don't have to go to work. You know, it's like cool. Um, so what have you been doing with your time then, bud? What's been going on? Well, let's see. I'll, I'll walk you through a normal day. Let's see. Wake up, um, you know, have some coffee, watch like four hours straight of political coronavirus news until I've worked myself into a massive anxiety attack. Um, and then I just start drinking beer and everything's good after that. So, um... <laughs> I was going to ask if the alcohol intake has upped since lockdown. I mean, there's not a lot else to do, is there? I found I never used to drink at home ever. Um, you know, like uh, I like drinking, you know, I like drinking, but I never drink at home until now. Uh, and now I'm like, yeah, well, I can't go out to drink. So <laughs> I guess I'm drinking at home. Yeah, I've, I've always liked, liked to, to drink alone and, you know, and, and really, you know, just go for the super depressive aspects of alcohol and really just hit rock bottom. Yeah. So I'm pretty, pretty good at that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, to be honest, Matt, I, my beer intake is pretty steady just like over the years like i haven't really i don't think i've upped it maybe i started drinking beers a little bit earlier in the day because it's like all right there's nowhere to go so have you been doing shower beers yet it's been it's nine o'clock in london mate (laughs) (laughs) listen dude um let's come back in a moment and we're going to talk all about what's going on your side of the world with this corona stuff uh, we'll talk about what's going on with the caddies as well. Um, but we're going to choose five songs to, to soundtrack these crazy end of days. Um, your first of five is by a country and western. Is that right? Is he a country western dude, John uh, Prine? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider him country western. No, I, I, uh, he's classified as a folk Amer- Americana. Yeah, more a folk artist. There you go. What's the sort of personal uh, attraction and connection? To this one song of his, Speed of the Sound of Loneliness. How come you picked out this one? Well, it's interesting. I've been a fan of John Prine, you know, my whole life. You know, he's got a massive collection of songs. You know, he's a celebrated American songwriter. And uh, he's actually got the coronavirus and in critical condition right now. And uh, he's an older guy. He's in his 80s. And so we're all really worried about him. But um, I just recently discovered this album, uh, German Afternoons, um, a few months ago. And oh my, you can just listen. For me, I can listen to the whole thing all the way through. And it, and it's an interesting time because it came out in like you know at the height of like hair metal in the in the mid '80s. And like you know, who's paying attention to some folk guy? I mean, people were, but not me certainly as a young kid listening to Guns N' Roses. So I just discovered this album a few months ago, and I really just uh, devoured. I've listened to it I don't know a hundred times, and that song in particular just just touches me. And and the name of the. Uh, the album German Afternoons is funny. He was trying to go to Germany to record an album because um, he had just broke up with his girlfriend or wife at the time. And uh, he made it to Ireland and he never left Ireland, never made it to Germany. He recorded all the music in Ireland because he just found a pub he liked there. So, but it's still called German Afternoons. <laughs> nice. I can relate to that, dude. I absolutely love Ireland. I think if I ever end up anywhere when I'm a little bit older and life slows down, Island is the place for me. Um, and here's well, to... It's, it's, it's your guys' countryside, you know? It's same weather, but it's nice and quiet. You know? <laughs> and it's just the spirit, the spirit of the Irish, you know, the the character of, of that nation. Absolutely. Really hits home with me. Well, here's to, to John Prime then and hoping that he pulls through. Let's play this now. This is Speed of the Sound of Loneliness.
come home late and you come home early You come home big when you're feeling small You come home straight and you come home curly Sometimes you don't come home at all So one word's come over What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness Yeah, I've been running just to be on the run Well, I got a heart that burns with a fever And I got a worried and a jealous man Well, I can't love it last forever I get left so far behind When the words come over you What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness I've been running just to be on the run It's a mad and mean and a dreadful sorrow Let's cross the evil land today Well, how can you ask about tomorrow? Well, we ain't got one word to say So when the words come over What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness You're out there running just to be on the run You're out there running just to be on the run You're out there running just to be on the run all right, Chuck, um, you say you've been watching a lot of news every day, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're fairly up to speed with what's happening, at least in, in your particular pocket of the world. So I wonder if you could shed some light and fill us in on the corona pandemic in California. What's the state of affairs over there right now, mate? Um, you know, honestly, I can report um, it's going well. We We got into this social distancing and, you know, 10 days before it kind of, it was even a thing nationally. And then we, we were the first ones to do the, you know, self stay at home, shelter in place, you know, and I can tell you the streets are empty, man. And, uh, when you go, you know, we'll, we'll go to the store every couple of days and stock up. Um, it's funny. I ran into Sasha, like we're on the same side. I ran into our guitar player, Sasha and his sister, like three times at the store. We're like, really? Again? Like, Oh, it's been three days. You know, okay. <laughs> you're in the same cycle. <laughs> but, yeah, we're on the same store cycle, but um, 
it's cool. I, w- I was just listening today, and our county only has 80 cases, 45 already recovered, um, only like 10 in the hospital. Um, things are quiet. And um, from the governor yesterday of California, you know, San Francisco's uh, flattened the curve. We're not getting new cases. The hospitals are quiet. So this is totally working, and that's what I want to let people know. Um, where people who didn't listen, other states like uh, New York and places, their their hospitals are totally full and they're fucked. So um, it just sucks. You got to stay at home, but it works. So that's good news. So you can you can really comment on that firsthand from the experiences, from everything that you're seeing right in front of your eyes. This whole self isolation thing is proven to work, and if people just do it, then you know things are going to get a lot better a lot quicker. That's absolutely right. And it's, you know, we're, we're seeing more and more of those reports as the days go on. And it's like nice to see good news, you know, like people, friends from the Bay Area going, good job, San Francisco. We're all in this together. We did it and it's working another few weeks, you know, months tops and let it run its course and then we'll go from there. But yeah, I'm staying positive. Amazing. I love it, dude. Well, uh, what's been happening with the caddies then? Because this is a big year for you guys. 25 years as a band. Uh, I know there was a bunch of shows in australia and new zealand uh you had a tour with flogging molly as well did any of those go ahead if you had to pull them what's been happening with those shows yeah that's it's you know that's just it's just a bummer man we were so looking forward to you know getting out and banging out all these 25 anniversary shows and got new music um we've got an ep that's recorded ready to go um i I think we're still going to go ahead with the release in may at the end of may of the first single um i'm hoping that will still happen but yeah um so the floggy molly tour got postponed indefinitely um we'll hopefully get to do that when it clears up and then australia right now i don't know if we've officially said anything but i mean the country's closed i think people figure we're not coming i don't think (laughs) um it's soon, but isn't it? Comes. It was meant to be April, yeah, right? We're, yeah, we were supposed to go down so this in month. 10 days. So. Yeah, um, I believe they're looking at rescheduling that to November is what I heard. So, yeah, it's just is what it is, man. Uh, but we are excited um, to uh, get new music out. We, you know, we've kind of been sitting on these songs for a while. We had them to, uh, ready to go before the uh, reggae cover album, and, and Fat Mike really wanted us to do that first. And so we were like, okay, cool. And... Um, now we're just kind of we were itching to get back out there and play new music and uh, celebrate 25 years. But it's looking like um, the shows we have in Europe for August. I mean, it should be okay by then. We're all told, so hopefully that will go through and uh, we'll just start halfway through the year and continue from there. I really hope a lot of these because you know obviously some of the earlier big festivals have already been cancelled. You know the ones that take place in May and June. And I just sure. I just really hope for the sanity of the general public, you know, and for music lovers, as much as for the bands and for the crew and all the people that need to work, I just really think that the world is going to need some escapist entertainment and some social gatherings yeah. again, right? They're going to need to get together. Yeah, and- for sure. And even if, even if it's like, okay, everything's pretty cool, but you know what, you're better off if you just wear a mask and gloves at the festival just to be safe, but you can all go. It's like, who cares, you know, <laughs> let's go. And you guys are down to play Boomtown in the UK, right? Yeah, yeah, that was going to be, we're Boomtown, and then we had a, our headlining show booked in London as well. Um, so Fingers crossed see. then, dude. If Boomtown Fingers. goes ahead, then I'm coming. I've never been to that festival before. And I've always wanted to go. And this year, there's so many friends playing. Uh, and it just looks like... Have you done it before? Have you done Boomtown? We've done it twice, man. It's, if there's nothing 
nothing like it. The only, the, the only thing I could, you know, even uh, compare it to would be like, well, I haven't been, but my dad went for like 14 years Burning Man. Yeah, but, I've heard that. But more yeah. music. It's just the the amount of artists that, that come together to put put that thing off is just yeah it's incredible it's a it's a visual and audio experience so it's it's kind of a double whammy it's just super unique there's nothing like it like it's hard to describe it sounds pretty messy as well (laughs) which i'm down with yeah you know it's it's cool man it gets muddy and dirty and yes yes and a lot of a lot of people get loose um let's let's break for your second track jason isbell how to forget uh what does this song mean to you chuck I just recently got into him. He became very popular. He is like kind of a country folk uh, guy um, from America. And uh, just his songwriting just really, really touched me recently. And I kind of got into two or three of his records. And and that's a a song that was uh, just really powerful to me, just about love and loss and how to forget, moving on, and you know, just pain. Something you can relate to. Absolutely. Give her space, give her speed, give her anything she needs, get her out of here. Give her weed, give her wine, give her anything but time, get her out of here. She won't stop telling stories, and most of them are true. She knew me back before I. I was straight, I was sad, didn't realize what I had, it was years ago I was sick, I was scared, I was socially impaired, it was years ago My past a scary movie, I watched and fell asleep Now I'm dreaming up these creatures from the deep Teach me how to forget and place the characters in. Teach me how to unlearn a lesson. Teach me how to forget. I ain't sorry just yet. Teach me how. Have a seat, have a drink, tell the jury what you think. Was I good to you? Was it hell? Was it fun? Did you think I was the one? Was I good to you? Now that I found someone who makes me want to live, does that make my How to unlearn a lesson 
place the character said Teach me how to learn a lesson So you you had these shows penciled in. Well, they were pending. They were going to go ahead. Hopefully, they still will later in the year. Flogging Molly, I believe. Flogging Molly are doing the Boomtown Festival as well. Um, here's a question for you. You don't have to say anything either way. But the Flogging Molly cruise. Have you guys done that? Have you guys done that before? We did. We did the cruise uh, last year, I believe, or, or the year before. You know, it's hard. You know, once you have a five-year-old kid, it all blends together. <laughs> it would it, it would have been the year before because I did it last year, and you guys okay, weren't so on the it. Year now. Be- the year before, yeah, we did it with like uh, lag wagon, and um, yeah, there was, it was a lot of fun. It's the most fun thing I think I've ever done. It was just like I don't know, and like unlike anything I've ever done, being at sea in the bahamas for four days all inclusive just punk yeah. bands round the clock it was, it was beautiful I, and brilliant and totally mad all at once yeah i had uh, told myself i would never go on a cruise ship super anti-cruise and then but then when someone offers you like basically to go on one for free and kind of make like not really make money but you don't you know it's just a free vacation with your friends like 400 people you know yeah. <laughs> like okay I'll go and I I had a blast but I also said like oh yeah I would never just come to this uh just to go on a cruise and like that would be pretty lame but when they take over the boat with like 1500 punk rockers and throw a skate ramp on and it's open bar for three days it was a really good time so no word yet as to whether you'll be on that this year um yeah i just you know what i think with this whole coronavirus thing i think everybody will be hesitant to go on a cruise ship for a while (laughs) fuck to be honest to be honest, I would like to see that whole industry shut down. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's like, you know, 3,000 people on a giant floating city just dumping sewage into the ocean everywhere. It's like, man, what's the point? Just to like, look, honey, they have a Starbucks. It's like, look, we can go to the buffet. And it's like, if you want to go on a boat, go on a boat. That's not even a boat, you know. <laughs> well, you raised an interesting point there. Uh, last time we spoke, you were hoping to bro down and, and make a connection and do some bonding with Chuck Reagan, who's very passionate about the ocean. Have you managed to make that happen yet? Are you and Chuck the best of Chuck friends yet? Dude, no. I've, oh, I've what? tried to reach out to him, and my, you know, my, I, I think I've sent him at least two Instagram messages, and you know, I've just he, he ghosts me, man. He doesn't want to <laughs> hang with the other Chuck, so I don't. I've been I've been stalking his Instagram page, looking at all the fish he catches and throws back, and you know, listen to the you know. I believe I listened to the podcast he did with you about, um, you know, switching to uh, uh, no plastic bottles on the boat. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was very interesting. I like that podcast. He's just a really cool guy. I don't think he's ghosting you, man. I just don't think he's very tech savvy. That would be that would I'm be just, my no, guess. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he probably doesn't. He probably gets like a lot of Instagram messages, you know. <laughs> I don't think he's ever really on it, but I reckon when the time does come, you two are destined to be the best of friends. 
Not just because you share Absolutely. a name. There's a lot of common ground there. There's a lot of similarities. Well, we, we, in the olden days when we were people that we aren't now, we used to like, you know, um, play shows together in Europe and, you know, I'd find him sleeping under the bus and he thought that was a good place to sleep and I would remind him that's not a good place to sleep because <laughs> you're going to get run over when the driver leaves and he doesn't know you're under the bus. <laughs> yeah, he used to be pretty wild in the younger years, I think. He seems to have mellowed out quite a lot nowadays, as I guess a lot of people do as they mature through life um let me ask you this dude you you seem very positive about the whole thing so going through this experience as a you know as a a, a kind of a, a worldwide group a collective what do you see to be some of the positives that will come out of it uh, how do you think it will affect the world in the long term in you know beneficial and and hopefully positive ways like the lessons that we'll take from this whole experience and ordeal have you pondered on that much yeah, a lot actually, and um, I've kind of been thinking that people, you know, I hear some people say, it's like, dude, it's never going to be the same, I'm like, yeah, good, the system was fucked, yeah. like, we're, we're, at the, we're at, like, the we're, Rome, Rome is about to fucking fall, man, um, this is totally unsustainable with the way we live, you know, single-use lifestyle, you know, corporate fucking food structure, you know, monocropping, all of it you know just look at all these people that are like still doing their job from home and it's like see why did you even have to drive to that place why did you have to go sit in that building and do it there you could have just done it at your house and hung out with your dog and your kids like what do you really do what do you really produce what's what's the fucking point of a lot of stuff and i think as we are left here for a couple months to think about it i think we're going to really rethink what's important to us um, in our lives and what do we really need you know we need yeah we need clean water and we need healthy food and friends and family um, but I think we're going to really rethink some of the stuff we don't need and like what was the point of that like same thing like cruise ships what's the point of that like, do we really want that what's the what's the point of a billionaire should, should someone really ever have a billion dollars or should we like cap it at 999 million <laughs> it's like, i saw a brilliant tweet in regards to that someone said we should cap it at that give them a badge to say well done you've completed capitalism you, yeah, and you then anything that they, anything that they make yeah. above that it you know goes right. to health services and Healthcare charities and and... right right hey you won the capitalism game good job there's no way you're ever going to spend that fucking money now the rest <laughs> if you want to keep making it like goes to everybody else but yeah, like even just for me personally, how it's changed what I would normally be doing this spring. I would normally be, you know, getting ready to go on a 15-hour flight to Australia and go make music with my friends and, and spread love and joy. But instead, I'm staying home with my girlfriend and we've been planning a fucking food garden for the first time. I've always grown a lot of stuff, but it hasn't been food lately, if you know what I mean. And um, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, buddy. You, you do, right. And so... I'm always a busy farmer, but I kind of just because we have so much good organic produce at our local farmer's market and my friends, I'm like, I don't need to grow it myself. I can just walk down to town and buy it, you know. Um, and so, yeah, just growing our own food. We've been hunting um, edible mushrooms down in my canyon and, you know, just I'm started drawing pictures again and writing letters to friends and, and just doing stuff that you don't normally do. And it feels so good to do those things because it's like, you know. We didn't have any of this shit when we were kids, you know. <laughs> it was like it was exciting when the power went out and we got to sit by candlelight and tell stories and stuff. And you know, we didn't have all these this media distraction we have now. So I, I think it's really good, 
And yeah, to finish that thought and statement, um, firsthand, another firsthand thing I can report here for the last 10 days when I walk outside my house and I live in the country, I don't, I can see a house maybe, you know, a quarter mile away. I don't have neighbors really, but I can smell the fresh air again because the traffic stopped on the freeway a mile away. And there's normally a hundred cars every couple minutes on the main highway, which is a mile away from my house. Now there's maybe 25 cars a minute. And the air is so fucking clean. And I can hear all the birds. And I don't hear the hum of the fucking freeways and highways anymore. It's so cool. <laughs> it's like... Dude, let's... It's like, nature, like, the earth is healing itself. Let's it's come back and pick on that point some more in a moment's time because I definitely want to follow up on that. Uh, your third song is by a band called Dispatch. Only the Wild Ones is the song. Are these a group that you've toured with or are you friends with? What's the connection there? Um... Again, another band I just got turned on to um, last year. We played early last year. We played the Long Beach uh, Reggae Festival, and um, they were the headliner on our stage. We were on the second stage, and um, I'd never heard of them. I kind of missed them in my childhood, youth, um, like Scott Reggae stuff. They they were a popular band here in the states back in like the. Um, early mid 2000s like had a kind of a, a little run and then broke up for like 10 years and then came back as this totally mature totally different band that was like paul simon meets like um kind of i don't know it's just hard to describe it's really like with like reggae and ska influence and really really great musicianship and the songs they and i saw them live and like they were all switching instruments and there was like doing three four part harmonies and really just blown away and when a band blows me away live when i've never heard them i'm just like okay where's the where's the albums and they put out an album in 2017 america location volume 12 and then an 18 volume 13 america location and these two albums are just phenomenal i mean i just i can listen to all both of them all the way through and just want to let people know about dispatch over there because they they blew up here i mean the the duty nights at madison square gardens now in new york well, they did before concerts were cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the gigs? They were good, weren't they? I, I love this song, man. This song, I love to start the day um, with this song. It's great. Great positive vibe. Long hair and longer stride Skateboard affair the primal tribe And you cut off painted pants Charging down the craggy mountains Without thrift store friends And who you find so So in love with the fallen earth Who you wake in the middle of the fallen night With the summer playing coy To the city night We talked Corso and the MC5 And you could dance live We were all alright And all you wild ones Give you something I never wanted back All the riot and the rush Of the warm night The ones you can never catch Stars are all night 
ago when you were chatting to me i could hear the birds singing in like full technicolor 3d glory um and there seems to be a lot of that happening all over the world water clearing up you know air pollution dissipating it seems to be a really great time for the health of the planet it almost makes you think like maybe um, a friend of mine the other day referred to this whole thing as humanity's health scare like we seem to have took it so far that almost something out of our control needed to step in and go, whoa, let's force these fucking guys to all slow down, all fucking take a break and let, as you said a moment yeah. ago, Earth breathe for a minute. Yeah, I, I mean, this is one living, breathing organism. I mean, everything's alive. We're all connected, the whole planet. And when something's sick, it's like, you know, the, the organism is going to react. And I, mean, I just read somewhere that the ozone is like healing itself. It's like, see how fast that happened? It's That's like, wild. Yeah, like a week. Boom. Just shut down. Yeah, totally. And it's just, you know, the unfeathered fucking capitalism that's been going on for the last, since at least in our country, since the Reagan era in the 80s, when we lost our social democracy and we became a, you know, oligarchic corporatocracy. Um, 
Yeah, it seems to be the, the 80s seems to have been when it changed, for sure. It's about when it changed, you know, but on the bright side, I tell people, you know, I'm not American, I'm Californian because we live in this kind of semi-social democracy in our state, you know, we we do have Medicare for all in California if you make under, you know, $25,000, you know. Um, you we, we do have super strict um, environmental regulations and our air is cleaner than most other states, you know, with this kind of population. But at the same time, fuck that, you know, LA, LA traffic and Bay Area traffic, I mean, it's as bad as London. It sucks. It's two hours to go anywhere. So having all of that shut down, it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. And then and I think, I don't know, I'm starting to see on social media, my friends um, that are home with their families and stuff, posting really funny stuff and everybody's watching the same shows. And it's like, it's, it's neat that we're all in this together. What have you been watching and what did you, the other week I commented before all this kicked off, I wrote about a film that I'd just seen, I can't remember what it was though, and you were like, dude, so good. What film was that? You remember? Oh, of course I do. Dude, the fucking, <laughs> The Lighthouse. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. How many, how many times have you watched that since it came out? Still only once because... It... <laughs> <laughs> you haven't yeah, gone back in for round two like, yet. My girlfriend and I watched it and... I was like, I'm going to watch that like a hundred more times. She's like, that was good for me. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucking, like, it reminded me so much of films like Faust and those old crazy German expressionist movies that you'd watch and and just be transported to another universe with. Like, what did I just, was that a a giant mermaid's vagina? Did I just see that? (laughs) The visuals, the sounds, the acting, like the costumes, the set design. It was just a fucking raw, wild ride, wasn't it? Well, Willem Dafoe, come on, he's like my seriously like top three actors ever. Yeah, he's way up there. I've always wanted I've always wanted to fucking hate on Robert Pattinson because of the Twilight shit, but like you can't hate on him. The guy can act. Holy shit, man. Yeah, man, you seen Good Time as well? Uh no, I've not. You need to see Good Time. So Good Time is a movie by the guys who made Uncut Gems, the Adam Sandler movie, which is also great. And Good Time is the first film by them, and it has Robert Pattinson in, and he is so great in that. And he's like, that was the first time I saw him like be a you know like a revelation. Like, wow, this guy can actually act. He's not just that pretty boy vampire from those teen movies. You should check it out. Good Time. I will. And so, of course, what else am I watching? All of America, you know what we're all watching. Are you guys watching the same thing, or did it not come out on Netflix there yet? The Tiger King. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tiger King! <laughs> now that's we're something saving, else, isn't it? We're saving episode seven. Oh, man. <laughs> so you haven't, you haven't finished it all yet. I, I finished it all pretty much in like an afternoon, like a, pretty much one morning, and then oh, yeah. I was like, I'll break this up and save some for tomorrow. I just went straight through into the day, into the night, and was just fucking absolutely blown away by how weird and wonderful and just fucking oh, bizarre the whole story Here, is. Hold on, hold on, hold on one sec, Matt. Are no worries. Listening? Are you listening? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> I just, just cracking an ice cold beer, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, what a guy, Joe Exotic. I reckon he's going to be the number one Halloween costume this year. Everybody's oh, going to be going to parties as him. Oh, yeah. Everybody's going to be Joe. And like, <laughs> who's the other character? I w- or, I don't know, I kind of want to be the, 
yeah, the husband of the <laughs> of the crazy lady. Um, you know, where that picture of him at their wedding where he's like on a collar and his like tiger bikini on the beach. Yeah, it's amazing, uh, isn't it? Where did that come from? Completely from out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. God, I mean, I was just saying, like, whoever thought, like, the, the cool, the thing that would really bring America together in this crisis is a bunch of messed out fucking rednecks raising tigers. I'm like, God, <laughs> uh, yes, please, more. <laughs> it's a crazy oh, new man. decade, eh, Chuck? It's a, it's a bold new oh, world. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that, and then, uh, of course, excited. Uh, just started season three of uh, Ozark last night. I love that show. Jason Bateman's just great. The acting in that show is incredible. I haven't seen any of those yet. I need to get into that. Oh, dude, Ozark. Oh, it's. I mean, and come on, it's like a couple white collar frat boy accountants fucking laundering money for the Mexican mafia in, in Illinois and getting some trouble, and then yeah, just goes from there. Pretty a uh, pretty good premise. Sold. Uh, let's break for your fourth song. This cu- this track kind of reminds me of the Beatles in places. Why don't we do it in the road? Um, it's Wilco. Hate it here. Oh, yeah. When that, in that breakdown, I can totally hear that. Yeah, Wilco. This album's old, man. It's one of my favorite records of all time, Sky Blue Sky. I think it came out in like 2001. Um, and again, um, I've been listening to a lot of this record. I uh, took on a new hobby a couple years ago. When my son turned two, I bought him a drum set. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to re-teach myself to play drums. I used to play snare drum, actually, in the marching band before I ever sang or played guitar and stuff. And uh, I've been playing a lot of drums the last couple of years. It's just my hobby, what I do when I'm just home alone at night. Um, mind exercise, body exercise. And this is one record that I love to play along to, and I still can't get all of it. Man, Wilco Drummer is so good, but <laughs> it's a great great tempo record to, to just throw on super loud in my living room and just try to play along on the drums and, and this song lyrically was uh, yeah kind of helped me through uh, the rough times uh, about three years ago and it's a, it's a funny song I hate it here and I think it's really uh, appropriate for what we're all going through right now <laughs> being stuck at home alone you know yeah I'm a sociable guy and I do well when I'm around people and I don't do as well when I'm cooped up and you know, I'm used to working from home alone in the day. I saw you posted the other day, too, that you were like, uh, yeah, shitty time to be single. And I really felt bad for you. It's just the worst. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how are you meant Good to meet anyone right now? Like, <laughs> it's the ultimate time to be in a relationship if you like your partner. If you like your partner, exactly. this is like the greatest time ever to just, you know, bunker down, get romantic. Like this, this is oh, a romantic sure. time, man. Dude, it's been very romantic, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know there, there's probably going to be so many kids born like nine ten months from now <laughs> like, yeah my friend who's a midwife was tripping about, about they're talking about the pandemic boomers you know that's it what the coronials <laughs> yeah the coronials <laughs> <laughs> I 
I even learned how to use a washing machine Keeping things clean doesn't change anything Questions and talking points before I let you go, dude. Um, how old's your lad now? Uh, he just turned five in February. So can can he wrap his head around everything that's going on? How are you breaking it down and and explaining the uh, you know the situation? Um, he kind of he kind of can. I mean, I FaceTime with him and his mom a lot, and she's you know 
I'm like, how's he doing? You know, when, when he's not listening. And, um, she's like, yeah, he's, he kind of understands. He says he hates the coronavirus and, you know, all the kids hate it because at first they were really stoked to stay at home. And, you know, now we're getting into like week three and it's like, yeah, where's all my friends? Now I'm starting to miss the social aspect of school, you know? So. Yeah, no school is good, but then no pals and no playtime. That's got to, that's got to be a drag, especially for someone of around that age that, you know, is just yeah. starting to he's form friendship social. groups and. Yeah, it's tough, but luckily he's in a good spot. They're up in Lake Tahoe, and they're same with our community. There's like only a few cases and nothing new, and you know nothing serious, and so everybody's got enough space. And luck, we're fortunate enough to be able to get outside. I mean. My girlfriend and I went um, for a walk down on the riverbed a few days ago and saw, I don't know, probably 20 different people down there, but everybody was just in pairs, just in couples, you know, and everybody would give each other 10 feet on the path, you know, when you pass by and like, at least you can still go outside, you know. Yeah, you sound like you're in the right place geographically as well. I was chatting to Jesse Leach, my friend from Killswitch Engage, a few days ago, and he's up in the mountains. And he's just like, this is the most kind of scenic, beautiful place to be right now, out of the city, away from, you know, the mayhem. Because I'm in London and the city's a weird place to be at times like this because you can really feel the tension and the upset. And there's just an eerie, almost scary foreboding quality a lot of the time in, in cities at times like this, I feel. And when you're out in the countryside a bit, you kind of get a bit of a breather and a break from that, don't you? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I was just feeling for you. I'm like, man, I can't imagine, you know, being trapped in London or San Francisco or LA or New York. It's like, just, yeah, you, I, I, I'm, I couldn't ever live in those places anyway. So for <laughs> me, it's just like thinking, thinking about it's like double fucked now. I'm like, oh man, imagine being stuck there. It's like, fuck, I can at least go out and do yard work and work on in my garden and go look for mushrooms and, you know, take the dog for a walk and you know that's like can still get out and get exercise and um you know and another thing is our town is a huge uh tourist destination like used to be just kind of on the weekends and in the summer and stuff and now it's 365 days a year non-stop and literally 24 hours a day because there's a huge indian casino not but like five miles from my house and so you get every fucking cracked out mess head, you know, within 200 miles, we'll drive to that thing at all hours of the night. So the highways are always busy now. And then on top of it, it's such a popular um, wine country destination that all of Los Angeles and the Bay Area is here now like seven days a week, just wine tasting and staying at the hotels and eating at restaurants and going riding there. It's a huge cyclist destination as well. So it's pretty cool we can actually go to our little small town country store and everybody kind of jokes it's it's the own the closest thing to a pub in town because <laughs> you can go there <laughs> buy crack a open a bottle pack of beer. yeah you can go you're legally allowed to drink beer and wine on their patio and so uh, you know a couple times a week you go over there and you sit in a group and everybody's like okay stay eight feet way we're outside and never no more groups of like five but you can visit with like five old guys and have a beer and sit outside and there's nobody in town normally we all sit there on the weekends and watch all the 
the clowns from LA, you know, dress up in high heels and get wasted on wine by two in the afternoon. It's just a shit show. And we just think it's so funny. And there's literally like thousands of people in the streets and there's just no one. It's a ghost town. I'm like, this is what it was like when I was a kid before with all the wineries we were here. Like we would literally ride our bike into town on a Saturday and see like 10 people. And so it's really cool to have our town back. <laughs> I'll bet, man. Yeah. feels like a nice break from, from, as we were saying earlier, all the fucking chaos and the the over flooding um dude totally. the last song we're gonna play this is a new genre i've just discovered thanks to you i was looking it up peruvian cumbria apparently uh, <laughs> yeah it's called chicha and it, it was uh it was psychedelic like peruvian uh, cumbia from the 60s like pre-fascist dictatorships down there when they were still like just dropping acid and playing with like fenders and wah-wah pucking pedals and shit you know it's like yes but that that compilation is really great. The roots of Chicha. I just did, I like heard it on the radio a couple of years ago and shazammed it like on independent radio. I'm like, oh cool, and I downloaded that. And that's a really fun. I wanted to end with that one, just because it's like that is a great album to throw on when you're cooking dinner with your with your your girl or your guy or whatever, and just it lightens up the whole room. It's a dance party. It's just like this is fun. Like if you can't deny the. Uh, makes you want to move feeling you know and how are you pronouncing the group and the title i'll let you do that because i'll embarrass myself if i try <laughs> oh, shit. i mean it's a it's funny it's one of every uh, song on the compilation is by a different artist so it, let me see he went with uh los hijos de sol right carnito okay, so yeah it's los hijos the, the j is silent so yeah los hijos del sol and actually i don't know what hijos is in spanish it's something of the sun um, and the song is Gerenito. Uh, yeah. Or Gerenito. There yeah. you go, dude. You make it sound so good. Uh, Leela Downs covered this song, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, she's pretty well. Yeah, she's pretty well known. Dude, thank you for taking the time out, man. Really nice catching up. I can't wait till we can do this again in person, in the flesh, in the face. Mm-hmm. Now, hopefully, it won't be too long. I hope I can see you at uh, Boomtown this summer. That's what I'm keeping my I fingers too, and my toes crossed for. And um, I hope that for you guys, just financially, things, you know, steady off and and you get to get back on the road again and get back to work. And yeah, man. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll, uh, we just announced on the radio a couple days ago that independent people like myself and you and my girlfriend, who's a chef, like on contract with, you know, private stuff. Everybody's at work, but we all get to claim unemployment, I guess. Um, Photographers, musicians, roadies, you know, chefs, everybody who's self-employed or does contract work, we qualify. So thank God, because otherwise we'd be fucked. (laughs) Amen. Yeah, dude. I just lost like my whole first half of the year of money, of of employment. And, you know, every band did. So it's not like it's a unique situation. That's why I'm like really not even thinking about it at this point, because nothing i can do so just try to stay positive and just take it day by day and just fucking enjoy this quiet time <laughs> it sounds like you got the right idea man you're in the right place with the right person and uh yeah life is good oh yeah for sure and uh stay in touch buddy i will man cheers chuck thanks a lot dude nice talking cheers, to you thanks for taking your time matt really nice talking to you as always and uh yeah we'll speak soon okay buddy cheers bud cheers <laughs> Hey, 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 hey.
Por tu culpa me llaman a ser rico. 